sound you're hearing in the background? That's the sound of water. Specifically, that's the sound of water research being shared with a school community. Students built a series of sonic art installations powered by Makey Makey circuitry and available for their community members to hear, see, and touch. For this episode of the 21st Century Classroom, we traveled to Cabot, Vermont, deep in the heart of rural Washington County, to hear how students at Cabot High School turned the study of water resources and environmental impacts into an exhibition of art, sound sculptures, and TED Talk-style lectures for their community. They also brought a student funk band, y'all. Anyway, a whole bunch of their community showed up to listen to what these students had learned. Can anyone guess how many or how much water it takes to grow this single apple? You can feel free to shout out some answers. One gallon. One gallon, all right. Three gallons. Three gallons, okay. Five gallons. Five gallons, all right. Five and a half gallons. Five and a half gallons. Five Ten gallons. Ten gallons, fifty gallons. It's actually 18 gallons of water to grow this single apple. TED stands for Technology, Education, and Design. TED Talks were conceived of by the nonprofit TED organization as short, powerful ways to spread ideas with real-world relevance and global significance. The idea is for speakers to present great, well-formed ideas in under 18 minutes. And these particular TED Talks were a huge success. Hello, and welcome. My name is Rowan Langston, and I'm representing Cameron Muehlharder, Rachel Collins, Frank Schumacher, Jordan Hale, and Abigail Walker. I'd like to ask you all, how many of you had a real Christmas tree this year? In America alone, around 34, 34 million Christmas trees are cut down every year alone. I'd like to also ask the audience to shout out guesses for how many trees are cut down worldwide each year. The schedule for the evening allowed visitors time to wander the performance hall and check out the art exhibits both before and after the TED Talks. This ensured everyone had a chance to speak with the exhibit's creators, who were on hand to demonstrate their creations and answer questions about how they worked and what they learned. Samantha Flanagan studied art relating to water consumption and conservation before embarking on her sound sculpture. She painted two images. In the first, a solitary figure gasps for rain while a second figure stands nearby under an umbrella. In the next image, the second figure has expanded his umbrella to prevent the thirsty man from getting any rain at all. When visitors placed their fingertips against various pieces of the two paintings, melancholy chimes rang out and soft LED lights glowed. Thin wires led down from the paintings to a small makey-makey console and from there to a laptop sitting nearby on a rough wooden stool. Flanagan explains. It's connect, if you use this, you can connect to a few, a uh, couple keys on your computer and do a lot of stuff with it. Like, um, like, do you know GarageBand? Mm -hmm. 
if you use GarageBand and it's the keys are to the specific tunes, you can use the Makey Makey to make the a for say a banana be the one of the keys on a piano. Had you done anything with a Makey Makey before? Um, no, not until the science class. I've heard of it briefly in like a Facebook video, and I wanted to try it. But and I was really excited to be able to do that in the science class. Would you be interested in using it for other science projects? Yes, definitely. There's a lot of stuff you can do for it. You can do music, you can light up projects, really anything. Did you do it? Like, how much help did you get to, to do, do this, or did you just all figure it out yourself? Um, in the beginning, we were taught how to, uh, what a circuit was and how to do them, because that's really what you need to know to do this. And then other than that, we were free to do what we wanted on the project. If we needed help, we could ask. Do we mention how much of the community showed up for this? In a town of 1,500 people, it was standing room only at this school's event. On a Friday night, during hockey season, across the narrow and crowded corridor from Samantha's rain paintings, sat a table nearly bowed by the weight of a collection of filled gallon water jugs. Every so often, a section of the jugs lit up, red, green, or blue, and someone nearby would gasp in surprise. I went to go ask the inventor what it all meant. Can you tell me what, I, what I'm looking at sure. and listening to? So, I, we repurposed a uh, piano over in the Willie Building not too long ago, and I took the piano pedals off of the piano itself, and I hooked it up to an LED strip behind each one of the sections of water. And uh, whenever you light it up like that, this one flush of uh, like a toilet is five gallons of fresh, clean water we're wasting. This is for one minute in a uh, shower. And 75% of that is wasted, and that's a minute in the uh, in washing dishes. That is also 80% water, and all that water is wasted. They all have different lights, like that one was red, green, and blue. It's just to illuminate the water so that we can, uh, like, people can actually soak in how much there actually is. So, I mean, it's just to show how much water is wasted. Have you done anything previously with circuits? No. This was my first time. What did you think of the experience? Stressful. Very stressful, but it was very eye-opening. That like it's it was quite simple once you get the hang of it, but it is it is stressful. Like what part of it is stressful? Get it like the beginning, like learning actually how to like search, like do the circuits, how to wire it. And that, the wiring the lights so that like whatever you push down and it lights up, that was kind of a mess. Darren right here had to help me out a little bit. So now that you've done a science project involving circuits, do you think, are you interested in doing others or, or would you prefer different methods? Um, I would, like for science or for outside of school? Like, yes, for, on both counts. Okay, for school that would be amazing, but outside of school I don't think I would. I, I want to be a lawyer when I grow up, so that, that's not like on the same field. So you said that you are thinking about becoming a, a lawyer. Yep. Did, did any of the things that you learned with this project push you towards like environmental or water law? Absolutely. I feel like we do waste a lot of water. We waste about... Uh, as more schools begin to incorporate project-based learning in their curriculums, EdTech tools such as Makey Makey provide new ways for research to bridge content areas such as art and science. 
exhibitions of student work that combine a showcase of project-based learning with a genuine interest in engaging and educating the community provides students with an authentic audience. One truly invested in what they've learned and what they have to say. But when it comes right down to it, project-based learning just has a way of sticking with students. Were you interested in, in water law before you did this project? No, I was not. I really didn't think about it until this project, to be honest. But once I started the project, it, it opened my eyes. The 21st Century Classroom is produced by the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education at the University of Vermont. You can find out more about us by visiting blog.tarrantinstitute.org. And hey, follow us on Twitter at Innovative Ed. Thanks for listening.